Hey, hey, this is Mountain Bike Ben, and you're listening to New England Dirt on Mountain Bike Radio. New England Dirt, Mountain Bike Radio. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, New England Dirt listeners? This is Mountain Bike Ben. Hey, so this show is made possible by the support of companies interested in providing unique, informative, and dedicated long-form entertainment. Now, i got to give a big shout-out to the presenting sponsor of New England Dirt, Papa Wheelies. They are your go-to shop for all things cycling. Whether you're just starting out, you're a hardcore racer looking for a custom build, or you fall somewhere in between. With locations in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Natick, Mass, and Back Bay Bicycles in Boston, Papa Wheelies offers bikes for everyone in the family. They offer brands like Cannondale, Giant, Live, Specialize, Salsa, Santa Cruz, yeah, that's where I got my Mega Tower, and plenty more. Now, brands do vary by location, so make sure to check out their website to find out more information. Now, Papa's is staffed with mountain bikers. This is why I love these guys, right? This is why I bring my Mega Tower to them to work on, because they know what they're doing. They offer expert professional service to keep your bike riding right. And every new bike purchase includes three years of free tune-ups. Three years of free tune-ups. That's awesome. And of course, my favorite part, when you buy a mountain bike for $2,000 or more, Papa Wheelies will buy you a one-year Nimba membership. What, you already have a Nimba membership? Don't worry, dude. Papa's will pay for your your renewal, all right? So they got you covered for the next year. Now, new 2020 bikes are rolling in every day. Plus, all in-stock 2018 models are 20% off until they're gone. So head over right now to Papa's and check them out. Now, you know I like to give back. Dan... Hannah, Bree, the whole Houston family, the whole team at Papa Wheelies, love you guys. Thank you so much for sponsoring this. So listeners, please go visit their team in one of their locations and mention that you heard about Papa Wheelies on New England Dirt. You don't live in the area? Come on, just send them an email, info at papawheelies.com, and let them know how much you appreciate their support of New England Dirt. This episode of New England Dirt is supported by Industry 9. Hand-built in Asheville, North Carolina, and tested in Pisgah, Industry 9 has been leading the pack in lightning-fast, high-engagement hubs. But what does that mean, really? Well, if you've read any literature on their new Hydra Hub, you will see that it boasts 690 points of engagement, allowing one to, as they say, clean every switchback, rocket out of corners, and tame the tech. Now, personally, I just upgraded the wheels on my Mega Tower. I'm now running a pair of Hydra's Laced Dirt Components Rough Country 29-inch by 30.1mm carbon rims, and I have to say that I've been floored by how the Hydra hubs work. Now, I understand the basics behind high-engagement hubs. In your hub, there are paws and a drive ring. When spinning backwards, the paws rush along the drive ring, not engaging, which allows your hub to spin freely. But when you start to pedal, these paws engage the drive ring and you move forward. In many hubs, there are few points of engagement. 60 to 150 or more, right? And they're, they're usually what's specced on your bike has a low engagement. If you go for some, you know, aftermarket stuff, you can get some higher ones like, you know, 150 points or something. For instance, my Mega Tower came with DT Swiss 370 hubs, which only have about 54 points of engagement and take 20 degrees to engage. Whereas my new Hydras, have 690 points of engagement and take only 0.52 degrees, so less than a degree to engage. I've had these wheels running for the past few weeks now and have sessioned them pretty hard in some of my favorite New England tech and on the free ride trails at Highland, and they work. I finally cleared some gnarly, chunky, techie climbs on this setup and have gotten to the top and stopped and been like, whoa, I guess I believe the hype. 
Go check them out for yourself at industry9.com and check out their offerings. Oh, yeah, and check out some of their rad stems, too. I got one all matchy-matchy on my Mega Tower, and it looks dope. Thanks, I-9, for supporting New England Dirt. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining for another episode of New England Dirt, coming from you live at NimbaFest 2019. And with me right now, I have Jason Washer. Jason, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about your company, J-Wash Designs. Yep. And you came up with the, like, I don't know. I, I said, okay, well, what's this tool that you have in your hand? And you displayed how it worked. And it was like, Sean, who's with us this weekend, was immediately like, why the hell didn't I think of something like that? <laughs> yeah. So a little precursor into, like, the perfect tool that we all know we need but never thought, wait a minute, I yep. need a tool like this. Exactly. So, so. Explain to us what FRED is, besides being a tool. So FRED actually stands for Fork Retention Device. And what FRED does is basically holds your fork onto your frame without the stem. So when you're maintaining or building a mountain bike and you want to take off or put on a fork, you don't need to balance your fork in the frame with your knee or a chair or a tie down or any of that stuff and it's uh it just does the job it's super simple and it's easy to use and it's got uh the proper protection so it won't hurt your frame it won't scratch your fork any of that stuff and it's just the easiest way to do the task at hand um and there, there's a million other ways to do it but i always say you can change your tire with a shovel but they make tire irons <laughs> so if you and i've always been of the thought process that the right tool makes the job the easiest it can be. Right. So that's what Fred is. It just basically makes your life easier in the garage by ho- it's like a third hand basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So are you an engineer by trade? I am a graphic designer. Okay. Um, and mountain bike enthusiast. And I basically taught myself everything I need to know to make this tool. Um, I, I guess I could start at the very beginning. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, so I was building a bike in a basement, brand new bike, brand new fork, brand new bearings. Fork fell on the ground, bearings went everywhere. Ugh. So dirt in the bearing, you know, the whole nine yards. So I said, well, I got to go buy the tool for this. Obviously, someone makes one. No one makes one. Right. So I said, well, if I was going to make this, what would I do? So I just started sketching, drawing it out. And uh, I was like, well, this is a great idea. I started talking to other people. And they said, yes, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I know someone who had a 3D printer at the time. So I had them kind of model it for me and print one out. Mm-hmm. So it was functional. And it worked fantastically. And then I just kind of tried to sell the idea to, you know, Park Tool and right, right, you know, right. every other tool company. And I think it was a little in its juvenile stages and they weren't really taking me too seriously. So I said, well, I guess I got to step it up and just started producing them. I went and bought a 3d printer and went through iteration after iteration until I got it to where it is now and started selling them online, built a website, designed a logo. And as I said, I was a graphic designer. So yeah, I designed all the marketing and everything with the, the ground level up. I did everything. Uh, taught myself how to model in three dimensions. So did all the modeling of everything and outsourced wow. all the stuff. So it's been quite a learning process and uh, 
a lot of fun at the same time. Nice. Yeah. So, okay. So take, I mean, how do you do this? Right. Cause, cause there's, everybody kind of has that moment. They're just like, Oh man, I, I did. I need this and I don't have it. I mean, you kind of gave us the, like the, the quick, you know, elevator yep. version of it, but yeah, I mean, it, it can't be that easy. Well, I don't know if it was that much more difficult. How I mean, there was did, a lot of years. Take you? Yeah. Years. Yeah. It's mainly because I thought it was a good idea. Everyone else thought it was a great idea, but is it good enough to, to make and sell? I didn't know. Right. And I wasn't really confident in my abilities to do that. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to make it. So I just basically started and taught myself along the way. Uh, learn, like I said, I learned how to model in three dimensions. I learned how to print with a 3D printer. I mean, I learned so much throughout this whole process. Um, I mean, I probably had 50 iterations of the tool, so every one of those is a learning process with step in the right direction. Um, but really what pushed me over the edge to do it was um, my girlfriend and my partner in the business. She was gung-ho, like, you should just do it, just do yeah. it. Yeah. And throughout life, you kind of get motivated by people. Uh-huh. Um, you get sick of going to work nine to five, and I started watching, like, podcasts on how these people made it. Uh, I think NPR does one, like, how I made this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one said, you just got to try. Go for the leap. Just go. Yeah. Just try it. If it doesn't work, try something else. So right. I was like, well, all right. And I just was, I don't know what I'm doing. But I'll figure it out, I guess. I know enough people smarter than myself that can help me along the way, and that's that's what I did. And uh, here we are talking about it now, which is <laughs> yeah, that's which awesome, is really crazy. So, did you ever think that you'd reach this point? Like, was there a point, like time down the line where you're like, "This is it, I'm done. I'm not, I like I'm scrapping this whole entire thing." Or did you know that this that this moment, and not this moment, sitting here in the you know mountain bike radio tent with me, but being here at NimbaFest or going out to anybody and did you think that this day would come? You know, to be honest with you, I thought it was such a great idea. I thought it was going to blow up and I wasn't going to be able to make enough to keep up with demand. Uh-huh. But that didn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Um, but it was, it's just these slow steps, you know, like you have these small goals and you just keep meeting these small goals. And next thing you know, you're at NembaFest with a bunch of marketing product and all kinds of stuff talking to these dudes on a podcast about the tool you made it's unreal to me really it's surreal so how long has it been in the market at this point two years two years yeah we were here last year was our first real event actually trying to sell it yep the website was live before that but this was our first real event talking to people showing it to people yeah you know just really kind of showing how it works and why it's good mm -hmm. so yeah, this is our second year at it. Now, do you live in the area or? I live currently in Massachusetts. Okay. And um, that's our home base, which is my basement. Yep. Otherwise known as Fred Quarters. <laughs> Fred Quarters. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and you'll see that on the map. So just come by and visit anytime. It's all on. <laughs> you can just find it. You'll nice. Show right on my door. But, and, yeah. and so you've got another project that you're working on as well, right? Yes. So. In making this and actually coming here, I was talking to the Fox guys, and they were like, it'd be cool if you could make something that held the handlebars on, too. So I was like, done. Started sketching that one, and that one's going to be called Durf because it's the exact opposite of Fred. I love it. Yeah. I so, love it. 
So yeah, we got a couple a couple more products coming out. Durf will probably be out later this year, I think. And uh, you know, if you check the website fredisatool.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we we'll, we constantly update, you know, new stuff coming out and everything. Perfect. Where we're going to be and all yeah. that. So now are you making the rounds of the mountain bike festivals or is this the one that you kind of target as your This is the big one. Yeah. Um I mentioned before that this owning a business that doesn't make money is quite expensive. Yes. So going to a lot of stuff, a lot of events like these gets pricey. Yeah. But um you got to come to this one. Yeah. I was actually going to go to Dirt Fest. What is it next week down in Virginia, but Yeah, in 2 weeks. 2 weeks I have yeah. a, another event, but yeah. This is the big one for us. Um, we know a lot of people around, and uh, pretty much everybody comes here. Yeah. So I think it's it's one of the best to go to on the East Coast. Plus, I mean, the riding here is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, it's great times. people. So where do you ride in Massachusetts? Um, I ride my little local park, which is Pisgah Mount, Mountain Bike Park, is, or State Park, which is a mile from my house. Nice. Lemonster State Park. Yep. Just, there's so many places to ride in New England. It's unreal. Unreal. Every 50 yards, you got a state park with right. a trail system and a whole crew of people maintaining. Right. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I always so. tell people from like other parts of the country, it's like, yeah, we don't we don't have these huge epic trail centers except for places like Kingdom Trails here. Yeah, but we've got riding around. Like it's in New England. What do you have on every single corner? A church. Yeah. A bar. A Dunkin' Donuts. A Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and a trailhead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like that's really all you need. <laughs> yeah, I mean that satisfies my life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese, and a coffee in the morning. Boom, off the trails. Go yeah. for a ride and then Heck stop yeah. at the bar on the way home. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's basically the 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 quick and dirty of it all. Nice. Um. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming by and showing us Fred. Well, thank you for that's having awesome. Us. I want to get a couple photos so we can include it in the show notes. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be great. And then Durf comes out possibly later this year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of um, getting ready for this event and a bunch of other stuff for this summer. I had to kind of put it on the side burner, but yeah. And I am the only guy doing anything for this company. So are you printing these with your three D printer right in house? Yeah, I print these in my basement. I actually I printed the mold for the rubber and I make the rubber in my basement as well. No kidding. The only thing I outsource is the metal. And okay. I get that uh, cut with laser, it's laser cut metal and then um, black oxide coated. I was going to say, there's definitely a coating on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. so there's no rust ever. And so where are you sourcing that from? Just a small uh, little metal fabrication place down the road from where That's I live. Awesome. Yeah, I try to, I really want to keep everything local. Yeah. Um, I like to build relationships with small small companies and people and really just, you know, not just a business, but a friendship level. Yeah, know? cool. Yeah. Um, so you're all in it together. Exactly. You know, if I have a problem, I can contact them. Yeah. And it's like, I got you. You know, it's not like I got to call and hang, be on hold forever, you know. Yeah. And, but yeah, like real people, people yeah. helping people. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of a lost uh, a lost art right now in our uh, in our society. Yeah. It's all the, you know, Walmarts and yeah. all that stuff. So, and I'm yeah. really against all that stuff. Well, I mean, it's, it's super cool. It's a good looking product. I think you've done a nice job here. Thank I you. love the... So just listeners, you can't tell. I'll take a photo and post it in the show notes. But <laughs> Jason comes walking up with this shirt that says, I am a tool. Yeah. And it's I'm just like, I mean, I love the whole the tongue-in-cheek humor that you've got going on with Thank it. You. Like, it's not too serious, but you're doing like, you're doing really good stuff, like in and in the right way. Thank you. I appreciate so it. So it's very cool. Well, it's refreshing I, to see that. I can't take credit for everything. My girlfriend, she's also a graphic designer, came up with the tagline, I'm a tool. Nice. 
Um, so and was probably happy to put it on your shirt, yes, right? Yes, yes. She, she laughs every time. It's like the people that walk around with the "I'm with stupid" shirt. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a lot of fun, you know. We're, you know, it's it is at the end all about making money, but not. Yeah, you really gotta have for a good us. time while you're doing exactly. it, though, right? I mean, what's what's money's no good if you're not having fun and you're not happy. Right. So you nobody's, know, nobody's lying laugh, on their deathbed going like, "Man, I'm so glad I was a millionaire." Exactly. Yeah. You can't take it with you, man. Right. So we just want to have fun, make people laugh and smile and have a good time, help people out. And, that's awesome. And that's why we love these events so much because it's just so many good people yeah. and, you know, just a good time. What so I actually, I, I want to, if you've got a little bit more time. Sure, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's the leap of faith, right? Yep. At some point you had to take it. Yep. Now you said that your partner and, and your girlfriend was was there and kind of supporting you and pushing you yep. that way. And these yes. podcasts were helping you kind of. Yes. Realize that that was the step. Was that scary? Yes, it is. It is because if you have a nine to five, uh-huh. the responsibility is a lot on the company that you work for yeah. to make sure they have work for you and to pay you. When you take that step, it's 100% on your shoulders, making money, making the product, making all the decisions. So it's it's a bit scary, but equally as exciting, I think. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, I mean, it's, it's nerve wracking. You're like, Oh, do I do this? Do I do that? What do I do? And just, you just gotta, at some point you just got to trust yourself and yeah. it's really, it's a confidence booster for yourself. You know, like uh, I've made the decision to do this and it worked. Yes. What's next? You know? Yeah. So at the very beginning it is quite nerve wracking. And, but like I said, everybody who's super rich and super happy in this life has taken that step. Yeah. At least once and usually multiple times. Just believed in themselves, believed in what they were doing. That's all you can do. If you don't believe in yourself, who else can believe in? Yeah, right. So you got to believe in yourself. And I like to think I'm relatively smart. So I figure it's going to work and people are going to see the advantages of owning it. So uh-huh. hopefully anyway, we got yeah. our fingers crossed. Still, yeah. So. Now, um, in that process of taking that leap, is there anything now looking back on it that you would have done differently? Anything that you kind of regret along that way, or did you just hit it right out of the park? Well, like I said, I was anticipating uh, higher sales. Mm-hmm. So I was producing more of these than I needed to. So I think I burned through some cash doing that. But other than that, I think everything that I did got me here. So even if it wasn't like the best decision I made, I learned from it and uh-huh. learned what to do. So I don't think anybody knocks it out of the park. I mean, maybe, maybe Jeff Bezos, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I thoroughly believe that even if you fail and you learn something from it, that's a success. Yeah. That's a good outlook, man. So, and, and you got to stay positive. Yeah. Before this, I really pessimistic person, but this kind of brought around, like, you got to think of the positive stuff. You know, you have to. So, and, and I mean, uh, sitting here and talking to you, it's, it's obvious that you're really enjoying what you're doing now. Yeah, it's a great time. Man. So the decision, not only good for taking that leap and kind of seeing your 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 inspiration or what inspired you to create a new product and put a new product out to market, but it's also changed your life for you, for the positive. Yeah, it has. It has for sure. Yeah. And so many different ways. The whole, you know. Business-wise, um, confidence-wise, relationship-wise, you know, all this stuff, just working with my girlfriend on all of this, uh-huh. that just brought us closer together. Sure. Um, 
and then meeting all these people so socially, you know, meet you guys, which is great. And just, I don't really see too many negatives of it except, you know, the bank account draining, but other right. than that, whatever. Yeah. I've well, never we already really covered it money, the other day. So. Like money's not going to do anything in the afterlife, right? Yeah. I mean, it helps in this life. Yeah. They say it, they say it doesn't buy happiness, but it frees up time so you right. can be happy. Right. So, you know. Right. But. Well, and, and bikes aren't free. Bikes are not free for us slow people anyway. You know, <laughs> That's true. Fast guys That's get all kinds point. of bikes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's been a great, it's been a great trip and it's not over yet. So. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. Thank like, you. This is cool. And I, and I'm, I'm enjoying it because, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many people who bring things to market that you, you never, you never hear their story. You never know like yeah. what goes, I mean, there's people like Elon Musk, right? Who mm -hmm. are like so far out there yeah. and have such crazy stories and they're a go-getter no matter what. Yeah. But the fact that you took the time to say, you know what, I'm going to do something for myself here yeah, and what the process actually is, like that's really cool. And I, I applaud that, man. Thank that's, you. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I hope I can, you know, I don't really look as at myself as inspirational, but this exact thing I'm doing now is what inspired me Yeah, to do what I'm doing, Yeah, listening to other people. So, and Elon Musk was one of them. Sure. So, yeah. How could you not be inspired by somebody like that, right? Dude's amazing. Yeah, totally. He may be a complete yeah. POS, but I don't know. He's an amazing person. He's nonstop, go-getter, and all he wants to do is make the world better. Right. And if I can make your world better in the garage by making you a tool. Well, if I don't have my bearings go. drop into the dirt on my garage floor, like. That's what I'm saying. Hey, man. That's I it. appreciate what you're doing. Little bits of happiness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason, hit everybody again with your details so that people can find you. People can go online and buy the Fred yep. and eventually the Durf. Hit, hit everybody again with yep. them. Hit it up online is uh, fredisatool.com. You can find us on Facebook, Fred is a Tool. Uh, Instagram, Fred is a Tool, underscore between everything. Cool. Um, and there's links on the website to everything. So, yeah, check us out. We'd really appreciate it. Do you, do you mind hitting everybody with a price on this real quick? Oh, yeah. Retail's uh, $49.99. That's not uh, bad at all. And we, um, and it is literally made, handmade by me in my basement. I make every aspect, I assemble everything. So, And it's all locally sourced, too. So it's, it's like... all local. Yep. Everything's local. Even the printer I bought was from Boston. So... Nice. Yeah. So when you think local. about that, I mean, as far as like the, the our day and age of consumerism, to buy something that is locally made, handmade in somebody's basement for fifty bucks, like that's it. Come on, and you'll have it for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to break. Yeah, you know? and if it does, just let me know. I'll give you another one. And checking the show notes, everybody, I'll, I'll post some photos. We'll put it on my bike and actually show you exactly what it does. Like, just like Jason, when you first walked up, showed me how it, how it works. So Awesome. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to talk Dude, with me. Really appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. I appreciate everything. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. So awesome. I got my tires creeping dirt. Branches ripping my face. I'm going way too fast. But I ain't touching my brakes Finger on the trigger shift Just swerving trees Catching the breeze As I wind on down These green and dirty trails New England Dirt mountain bike Radio